Welcome back to Hidden Gem, a podcast on Anchor. My name is Christina, and today I want to shoot the shit, girl talk, right, or not, then listen to. Um, I just finished a, a session with a client, and a lot of the things that we were talking about seem to be repetitive in other people's uh, energy, right, because we're going through this whole uh, karmic our cycle where we are repeating things that have happened probably within the last 20 years so and it could be anywhere within the last 20 years it's any type of situation that you experienced you're in this energy of being able to relive it but in a better way depending on the way that you conduct yourself or your energy right so if you're experiencing something that you've happened to have gone through in the past, now's your chance to kind of revisit it in a different uh, perspective or a different energy, right? Um, One of the things that we were talking about too, though, was being in a relationship with someone and knowing their ex, right? Or being confronted or spoke, you know, it's like, um, it's like this client contacts me and she's like, well, my partner's ex all of a sudden is just being you know social with me and you know it's like whoa breaks stop (laughs) stop you weren't friends before you don't need to be friends now because let me tell you something you are with a man that she wanted to be in a committed relationship with this is not your friend this is someone who's in your business kind of seeing how things are going comparing notes probably low self-esteem, not respecting themselves, belittled in some type of way, feeling some type of way, low self-esteem, toxic, toxic, low vibrational energy. And you're thinking everything's okay. No freaking way. That's like you wanted this fucking car so bad. It's the only one like it. Custom, badass car. You want it, you want it, you want it. And somebody else gets that one car that can't be duplicated. Well, yeah, you want to be friends with them, right? Because you want to experience the interior. You want to probably go for a ride. You know, you want to smell that smell. You want to drive it. You know, you, you want to somehow, some way, still get to be around that car, even though you didn't get it, right? Because you're so obsessed with it. It's like, oh, my God, my heart hurts. So what can I do? I'm going to be friends with the owner. I'm going to go for rides in the car. And maybe, maybe after enough conversations, they'll probably want to sell it to me, right? Depending on these conversations. So it's the same shit with these fucking females. They're not your friends. That's a big red flag when somebody's all of a sudden wanting to communicate. It's like, you know, when I was 16, I was in a horrible nightmare relationship with someone who was very abusive. And when I say abusive, I mean, like, you needed a key to get into my apartment, my apartment, you needed a key to get out of my apartment, right? I mean, he was only the one that had the keys. I wasn't even allowed to leave my house. Couldn't go to my mailbox, right? Couldn't fucking walk the goddamn dogs. I couldn't even go to school, because mind you, I'm 16, by myself. I needed him to escort me to the bus. And if I wasn't at the bus stop on time coming home from school, it was fucking World War II all over again in my living room, right? 
Okay, I would get into arguments with him over things that had nothing to do with me, like how other people are looking at me. Or if somebody approached him at work and was like, oh, you're dating so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I remember so-and-so from school. She was fucking gorgeous. That has nothing to do with me. So you shouldn't be coming home and fist fighting with me because of how somebody else is looking at me about something that has nothing to do with me, right? Because I wasn't a part of that conversation. And I don't give a fuck how people used to look at me when I was in high school, right? So the reason for this is codependency, insecurity, feeling some type of way, control, possessive tendencies. That is toxic. That is low vibrational, right? So this girl sitting here telling me all these things and, you know, uh, we're talking about his behavior, her, his ex-girlfriend's behavior, you know, the whole dynamic. And I'm sitting there reminiscing with her about past things and how it related to what she went through. And it's like, no, it's not healthy. It's fucking toxic. It, it starts off with the, why are they looking at you? Do you know that person? Uh, why are you making eye contact? It's like, fuck you. You know, one thing you have to say to them is, fuck you. Don't ask me why he's looking at me. If it makes you uncomfortable, march a goddamn ass over there and ask him why the fuck he's looking at me. Right? And that's what I said to her, too. It's like, you don't want to repeat that karmic energy, that past energy that you now have an opportunity to address correctly in this new relationship. And again, with that, his ex-girlfriend is approaching you. She's not your fucking friend. No difference. That guy from my past, right? That psychotic man who was in my life at age 16, who abused me mentally, emotionally, and physically, right? To the point where he strangled me and left me for fucking dead. That guy that I got away from, why 19 years later is his baby mama reaching the fuck out to me, right? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with these bitches? And it's the same thing with her. She's like, his ex is, you know, trying to be my friend. That's no different than my ex's baby mama out of nowhere inboxing me on Facebook, trying to communicate with me. There's nothing to discuss, right? You're not with him. I'm with him. Move the fuck on. And in my case with that girl, I don't even know how I could have helped you. I don't know what you need from me. It's been over 19 years, not interested in going backwards. The fucking piece of shit is dead due to a heroin overdose, which I didn't need you to come and tell me. I am a reader. It is my profession. It is my birthright. Believe you me, not one ex who has died in my life fails to come back and talk to me. Believe me, I fucking know. There was no reason for her to reach out to me on social media to have a conversation about some piece of shit who beat us both during our relationships. We're not fucking friends. That's a conversation we could have had almost 18, 17 years ago. Not now. Right? And it's no different from you ladies out there or men. Because men do... <laughs> men surprisingly 
can do the most stupidest fucking things. I mean, their egos are so big and their, their behavior is so foolish. It is incredible. And it's like the more money they have, the stupider they fucking behave with their actions and the way they approach shit, right? It's like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's the point with that energy too, where it's like you're in a relationship with someone and you see red flags, red flags, also things that you know does not resonate with you. It makes you feel some type of way because if it's correct behavior, if all parties involved are doing things from a good perspective and with good intentions, you won't have inner conflict or any type of internal dialogue having you question it because you're not questioning anything else. And if you are, reflect on it because there's a reason for it. You don't question why you bought a chair, right? You don't question why you bought a mattress. You don't question the furniture in your house because you you know there's no inner dialogue there. There's no conflict there. So you know everything is in alignment and accurate and on point. When you start questioning shit, There's a reason for it. Don't ignore it. That's your inner guidance. That's your intuition. That's that alarm. That's that red flag. Hello, warning, warning. This guy's questioning why this guy's looking at me. I was in a past relationship and I had a guy who treated me the same fucking way. I'm not putting up with this shit. I know what the hell can happen if I do. No, thank you. Been there, done that, not going back. If you don't like how somebody's looking at me or talking about me, don't fucking bring that shit to me. Bring it to him. You question him. You're the one who fucking found out about it. You're the one that's got a fucking problem with it. I don't know anything about it. Why are you coming to me? You better address that shit. You know, it's like I told her too. It was uh, another thing that we were talking about was um, Sometimes you got to just say what needs to be said, right? You got to be the fucking adult you're supposed to be and approach things head on. I hate beating around the bush, right? We don't need to beat around the bush. We're adults. We don't need to play this shy, you know, tiptoe, merry-go-round, you know, he said, she said, like we're still in fucking school. No, sorry, we're adults. You're supposed to intellectually, maturity-wise, grow the fuck up. We don't have to play these games anymore. This isn't a game for telephone. This is adulting. This is adulthood. You got something to say, you say it, right? Like the time I'm sitting in a meeting with my boss and she looks at me because she caught wind that I called her a fucking asshole to someone and she smiles and she leans over and she goes, but I'm the asshole, right? And I said, yeah, you are. Without hesitation and without fucking fear, you asked me a question knowing that I already felt like you were a fucking asshole. Do not hesitate to think that I will not say to your face that you are. You are being completely unprofessional by being in a meeting right now, looking me in my face and saying that to me, abusing your power, your authority, by addressing me in such a fucking tone. I'm not a child. You will not be condescending. You do not fucking pay me to come to work and put up with your bullshit. 
You are not superior to me. I guarantee you, if we lay our shit down on paper, apples to apples, I fucking dance circles around your motherfucking ass. You will not disrespect me and talk to me like that. And that should be the same thing for anybody else who's in a hostile working situation. That is absolutely, completely unacceptable. You do not get paid to go to work and put up with people's bullshit. This isn't fucking high school. You're not in the goddamn lunchroom. You're in a job. And I am so sick and tired of of how many bitches out there cannot understand the difference between being an adult and being a fucking snob, okay? And another thing we reminisced on during my session was a previous job. And I loved my job, don't get me wrong, right? I mean, like, I fucking loved my job and it showed. I am that person who gets shit done. I don't come to work to fuck around and talk about things and, oh my God, this is my only outlet for socialization. No motherfucking way. You pay me to do a job. The minute I walk in through that motherfucking door, I'm working. Even if it's earlier than my shift, I'm working. Nobody passes by me and asks me a question and I say, I'm off the clock. Bull fucking shit. You say something, I don't care if I'm on the clock or not on the clock. I'm addressing it at that very fucking moment. I show up to work to fucking work. I walk in through that door. I shut my entire personal life off. I'm focused. This is what I'm here for. I can't stand being bothered about personal shit while I'm trying to do my job. Unfortunately, we have people who like to come to work and that is not their type of work ethic, right? We've got the people who have no friends, who want to be friends with everybody and wants to talk about everything under the sun with everybody. And there is nothing wrong with that. You're a genuinely good person and you just want to be everybody's friend. But there's a time and a place for shit. And when I'm on a conference call, that's not the time nor the place, right? Right. Then you got the coworker, right? My, my back to the job. So I come into this company every day, bust my ass, do my job, pick up slack for other people's shit so that things don't go wrong. And then I'm the one that has to clean it up later. Right. Like I went through it long enough to know how to prevent it. So now I'm doing preventive maintenance on my job so I don't have to do more work than what is required or necessary. And because one person wasn't a good fit with working with me. He got promoted and switched over to another position that was a better suited role for him. And that was fantastic. The downfall, right, was my job, my superiors at work thought the smartest move for them would to be hiring a person who used to work for the company that applied for the same job they hired me to sit in. You are hiring someone who wanted my job to help me be successful in my job. You think there's not going to be catty and bullshit tension type of behavior? This girl made it her fucking life's mission to fuck with me every single day. And then gets shit-faced drunk at a Christmas get-together at a, a bar slash restaurant. And it turns into a pity me fucking party where I'm irrelevant. I have no role in this company. Nobody wants to come to me for UPS labels. They only want to go to Christina. Nobody wants to, you know, have me do this. They always email Christina. 
I'm irrelevant. All I do is decorate. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) If you do not feel comfortable or sufficient in your job, that is your responsibility to ask for more responsibilities. Go around. How can I help you? Build up a rapport with your coworkers so that way they have confidence in delegating work to you. That does not give you a green pass to come fuck with me, right? Because the last straw was when she elbowed me at the copier and I had to bite my cheeks not to turn around and body slam that bitch, right? Because that's not professional. There's a time and a place for everything. And when you're at work, that's not the place. And this came up because my client works with her boyfriend and in the same company, the ex-girlfriend works there. And now it's a hostile working place. And we started talking about dealing with insecure females in the workplace and males because the guys are just as bad. The things that come out of men's mouths is fucking ridiculous. The shit they do to each other to fuck with each other in the workplace is absolutely insane. I mean, they say girls are crazy, but men are not much different. Okay, it's like that... um, It's like that syndrome, right, where guys buy these big-ass muscle cars that go super fast to kind of compensate for what they lack, right? And I'm not just talking about the physical lacking. Sometimes they just lack in character, so they need to show off in other ways. It's kind of like how guys get together with rulers and see who's the bigger one, right? They do that shit in the workplace, and it's just as bad. And it's kind of stupid in a way because it's like if you applied yourself half as much as you do to fuck with your coworkers the way that you should in your actual job, you probably would be making much more money or you'd probably be just going further in the workplace, right? And then they wonder why people are shining brighter than them and are more advanced in their career Because they're focused on their career instead of fucking with the person on the side of them, right? Because you're spending so much time fucking with your coworker or trying to sabotage their work or doing dumb shit that affects other people. You're drawing attention to yourself, right? And also, another thing I'm going to bring up that's completely separate, that just because we're talking about the bullshit that goes on in the fucking workplace It's like um, this most recent company I worked for, uh, somebody told me that I ruffled, I ruffled feathers. I was ruffling feathers. And I sat back in my chair and I was, it it was really bothered me to hear that because it was like, I'm being myself (laughs) and I'm ruffling feathers. What the fuck is going on here? Because I'm already in this I'm being myself in a way where I'm weaning people in to know me. You think my work ethics threaten your job now? I haven't even shown all of me. I'm easing you into who the fuck I am and you can't handle my work ethics now? This is never going to work. Because you're only seeing a third, not even. You're seeing like 0.1% of who the fuck I am. 
and you can't even tolerate working with me now, this isn't going to work. You know, it's that boss who is so catty and so insecure and so worried about everything else that they can't even do their job effectively, probably fucking other shit up. You know, it's like uh, my boss. She was a boss, actually. So she is my, my was my boss. She uh, would do dumb shit, right? And piss people off. And because of her position, nobody could address it because she did no wrong, right? Which makes it very hostile and, and very hard to enjoy or want to come to work, right? And she'd do things and they would come to her and, and be all fired up. I need this, I need this, I need that. And she feels like this company would crumble if it was not for her. But she doesn't realize that the shit that's going on is because of her, right? It's like, yeah, bitch, you're putting out the fires that you fucking lit. You're not solving problems. You're creating problems. That's completely different. You're able to fix what you can fix because you're the one who made that mess. So you should get that phone call. And you're going to get multiple phone calls because you're the reason why shit's stagnant, right? It's like, hurry up and wait is what took place all the time. And then it's those demanding expectations. Meanwhile, they're sabotaging you so you can never meet those fucking expectations. So what the fuck are you there for? Are you there to get a job done or are you there to be somebody's fucking outlet because they're fucking insecure inside and they don't know how or want to put in the work to make it better? What the fuck? When are people going to own their shit and realize that we're supposed to be adulting here? We're adults. What generation did you fucking grow up in? I don't understand where your mindset is stuck. That's not proper protocol procedure or fucking behavior. You go to work to get a job done. Don't get too comfortable because everybody is fucking replaceable and never ever allow someone to be abusive to you in a workplace because you need that job. You take that as a thank you card for showing me that this isn't the right place for me and I need to keep looking. Doesn't mean I quit on spot unless it's to the point where it's going to get physical because nobody wants that, right? We're adulting. Nobody needs a criminal record or a charge, right? So while you're dealing with that hostile, disgusting, narcissistic person at your job or in your relationship, you got to find a solution. You got to be working on a solution. And if it's the relationship you got to figure out how you can help them with their insecurities or help them to better address their problems by highlighting who they should be addressing their concerns with, right? So in a relationship, if your partner has a problem with the way people look at you or how they want to talk to you, or anything to do with you that you are not initiating or even seeing the issue until somebody raises it to you, then they need to go address it with the person that's causing the conflict within them, 
right? That inner conflict. Something is wrong. This guy is looking at her. Something's wrong. There's alarms going off. Well, what's going on? One that's supposed to be your friend, and he's looking at your girl in an inappropriate manner. Don't go threatening your girl and fighting with your girl. What the fuck are you doing with him? Are you sleeping with him? Why is he looking at you? Are you fucking out of your goddamn tree? You go take that up with your boy. Hey, what's up? Why are you looking at my girl like that? Is there something you need to tell me? Right? Did something happen? Is it her or is it you? Come on, we're friends here. You can tell the truth. We're supposed to be adults. We don't have to lie. We're adults. Is she coming on to you or are you fantasizing Hoping that she comes on to you. What's the real truth here? Right? Oh, she sent you pictures of her kids? Well, didn't you ask her what her kids looked like? Why are you making it sound like she's fucking putting the, you know, room for for growth here? The fuck is wrong with you people?